0: Uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and ask one, Kalani. There are reports today that uh, BYU is uh, going to play Army on September nineteenth. You haven't seen anything official from BYU yet. Can you comment on that at all?
1: Uh, I know. I just know that Tom's working hard and, and uh, get our schedule. But um, until it's official, you know, there's not really much to report. So I think uh, I think there's been a lot of. Um, talk about it, so we'll see what happens in the next little bit. But I'll just let Tom do his part and I'm going to do my mine, which is coach these guys up. You know, we had a couple of good practices so far yesterday and today, so I'm really excited about scrimmage coming up on set on a Thursday.
0: I wanted to ask you about the defense, a lot of rumblings about some changes. Uh, you probably don't want to get into detail, but kind of how are those just progressing? How, how are the guys taking to some of those?
1: yeah the guys are doing great i mean the the you know I know that they've uh they haven't been doing as well in in the live stuff, but we've held out some guys you know and 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 um uh, we're gonna be tackling they'll probably get more more work on Thursday, but you know when we're going against the navy it's a different beast we'll be tackling uh going live against our scouts all the way up until the week of the game so uh you know we're just trying to get trying to balance our defense between what we have. Already, the foundation that we've set, and then also what we want to do against uh, the option um, that we see from Navy. So that's that's basically what we're focusing on. The the, there's a lot of talent there, you know, and then uh, they responded really well defensively yesterday. uh, To to what you know to basically I think they had one of the better days yesterday, and um, and it was a long practice. They did pretty good today, and it's it's a it's a good back and forth right now, and uh, you know we'll, we'll see what happens when we go live again on Thursday.
0: Match. Yeah, Kalani. From from your conversations with Tom, uh, just maybe how close is your guys' schedule maybe to being finalized?
1: Um, I mean, obviously, if it was if it was finalized, then it'd be done, you know. But I think I I have a lot of confidence that he's he's get, he's getting the right people on the phone and talking to a lot of people and and trying to organize it. And so I've uh, you know he's called me and I think every time he's asked me about any opponent, I've just said yeah, let's go. There's, whatever can be the easiest to uh, get, them, get them on the schedule. You know? So uh, that's, that's uh, I, I have a lot of confidence Tom will do, do his job and he, he does it well. So uh, like I said, I'm just going to focus on getting the team ready for whatever shows up. Right now we have Navy, we can focus on that.
0: Understandable. And, and in regards to maybe the health of your team, has there been any, I know you don't get into the, the mm-hmm. little injuries, but maybe season ending injuries. Have you been on good on that front? What's the latest there?
1: Uh, no season ending. Um, there's there's some uh, injuries that could make it a little bit late. I think uh, Jacques Wilson's one that that comes to mind. But other than that, I think everything is uh, guys can, can return and we've got a little little uh, banged up guys here and there. But I think it's just part of camp when you go. There's been a physical camp too. You know, we practiced. We've had a lot of practices, a lot of different sessions, and so. Um, you know, we've had the guys here for a long time. It's, it's. it's uh, we can start scaling back after this week. I think we start scaling back a little bit on the contact. But uh, like I said before, the defense will probably ramp it up a little bit more, uh, getting ready for the for the option.
0: Okay, Darnell, are you ready to ask a question? Okay, who who else? Yeah, I got it. Sorry, I was on my phone trying to do it. Uh, Kalani, what, when you guys evaluate the scrimmages, what specific things are you looking for? How do you grade
1: that out? Uh... Well, it's just like a game, so um, you know, we see how these guys perform when it's live and, and uh, you know when when everything's flying around. So that, that that goes from a lot of. I mean, the experienced guys have a little bit more edge, but it's also a test to see how these young guys, the newcomers to the program, how they react to our scheme and you, you know the, the the system of the game. So. was that did everybody hear me on that or no okay yeah I think, I think so yeah I mean it's just like a game so we've had we have tons of um, reps of of evaluating these guys I'd like to see how they have how they perform when when everything's going pretty much live <clears throat> okay
0: Jake Jake and Mitch go ahead Lonnie, I wanted to ask, in terms of defending the option, you haven't had experience doing it with your team while you've been at BYU to this point, but what does it entail in terms of what you need to teach your guys and have them prepared for?
1: Well, discipline. Discipline and toughness is the, is the, the two things that I think, uh, when you look at these teams that are playing again. I mean, I, I've had experience in the past, right? So I've seen it. Uh, there's a lot of different ways to, to defend it, but when it comes down to it, that, that option is base so that they can take advantage of someone being undisciplined um, and trying to do too much instead of just doing their 111th on the field and then uh, you know and then the toughness part they're going to test your toughness and uh, see how you you uh, react to the physical part of it getting cut and things like that and uh, I think that that fits I think both those things should fit our, our culture and fit our, our players really well as far as uh, testing those things but you know they, they, they're, they're experts at it and um, so we'll see how it goes. I think that uh, you know they finished ranked last year. They had they had a really talented team and explosive, scored a lot of points. Um, you know, had eleven wins, uh, won their bowl game against a P five team. So uh, this team is talented and and well coached. And I know a lot of coaches on that staff. And um, you know so I know that they'll have these guys ready and and they'll test us. And so it's it's a matter of us being able to simulate as much as we can in practice and trying to. That's why we're going to go live and try to get our guys to, you know, I think we have tough guys, but just kind of remind them that this is going to be that kind of game.
0: Uh, Kalani, which position groups do you feel have maybe already established how the depth will look in that season opener against Navy? Um,
1: there's a lo- There's a. Oh, sorry. <laughs> nice, nice ringtone. <laughs> no, there's, there's a, there's a. I think there's a, still some shifting around, but. Uh, I, I don't know it' be hard to to pick out the depth chart right now still I mean you're, you're looking at all the different positions we we still have some live work to do right so Thursday I, I, I don't want to start forming the depth chart until we get to Thursday and, and get more evaluation on the guys. I think it's important to to give um, newcomers and, and also guys that have made huge difference from how they played last year to this year. there's a lot of guys that made huge strides from that moment in the last, you know, last year. So I um, want to give them every opportunity to, to establish, you know, their their place in, in the depth chart and for some of the starters to, to pretty much confirm that they should be the starters. But when you do that, it gives you an opportunity to see uh, what you can count on um, going into the season, going into games and, and possible rotations. So I, I don't know if there's anything set, set yet. And I know there's some guys that think that there's some things that are working out. A lot of that has to do with experience. When you're looking at Matt Busherman and Kyrus Tonga, I don't know who's going to beat those guys out. You know, but there's other players that are in a similar position. But there's a there's other guys that are, that are looking at, getting again, the best eleven on offense or defense, and that depends on personnel groups. And right now is the time for them to make that mark and to, you know, show that that we need to put them on the field. Go ahead, Jay. Then Jake.
0: Yeah. Hey. Kalani, you just answered most of my question about what the scrimmage will entail uh, on Thursday. But just moving past that, will you turn your attention to to game planning for Navy after the scrimmage, or?
1: Oh, you mean uh, fully? Yeah, I think I think going after the scrimmage, we'll will we'll make that switch and do a lot of the scout team work. But I mean, we've been doing a lot of Navy prep since we knew about that game, right? So uh, we've been be able to split some time up and defensively that's that's been a little bit of delay on our our our, our defense probably not performing their best is that we're splitting their time right now from different schemes you know and and we're spending half the time working the navy stuff and then spending half the time establishing our foundation for what's gonna what's basically our base package when it comes to what we do defensively and scheme and everything so i i would say that uh, scheme wise when it comes down to to the Navy stuff it's just way different you know that's it's a unique offense um, and then I mean there's there's moments where the air raid was the unique thing and now that seems more like the norm and this this option is, is still unique and probably more uh, having to do with the academies than anything else and so uh, they like I said they're gonna test your toughness and your discipline and so the scheme can change a little bit as far as what you're trying to focus on and, and what you're trying to limit their strengths at so that, that's what it comes down to. Right now we're splitting time on defense. Offensively, uh, they can still keep doing their thing, but I think defense is starting to turn the corner right now and, and looking forward to Thursday. It's gonna be a lot of game type situations still and get a lot of live tackling and um, work some special teams in there. We've seen some really good things. We haven't spent a lot of time talking about special teams, but uh, Rico and Jake have done a great job with uh, punting and, and uh, place kicking. And just real
0: quick, Neil Powell coming back uh, has the potential to be another really good BYU story of redemption like Jamal Williams, Sioni Takitaki. What is it about the environment there, the culture that you've established that's kind of enabled players to to get a second chance and come back?
1: Well, I mean, the the culture is not what I've established, it's basically the it's it's a reflection on what we have here established in, the, in school and the church, you know, it's it's about um opportunities and also um, for, for forgiveness, you know, and and uh, I think our whole gospel is built on the atonement, and and so I think it's really important that you don't uh, shame someone for making mistakes. Mistakes are what happens. What you do is you educate them and show them love, and then you show them a path to ba- a path back to a good standing, you know. And and uh, if you don't have a plan for them, then, then it's I think it's really difficult for for uh, young men and young women to to function, you know. And, uh, it's, a, it's just a better life, you know. So I think the most important part that, that we've done here is not um, – we, we address mistakes That's part of life, part of the, the, the game of football even, but I don't you, you don't look at the the mistakes specifically. You care for the person, and then you um, show them a, a, a path to come back and, and give them a lot of hope and a lot of energy and a lot of love and positivity. So the biggest problem with, with – Young people nowadays is the shame, the guilt that comes along with it, and I think the more you can communicate and keep talking to people and let them know that, that uh, there's, a, there's a, a good way to re- respond from this. And Neil's a great story because he's a great young man from an awesome family, and it would have been really sad if he had to go hide from the mistakes that he's made. instead he's owning up to him, doing a lot of service work and trying to make the world a better place. and I've been really proud of him.
0: Well, Andy, I wanted to ask you. In past fall camps, we've talked about when I mean, you get three weeks in, we call them the dog days of fall camp. How is your team holding up in this fall camp as compared to previous ones?
1: Um, it's still people are still getting banged up. I think I think the guys are a little bit more prepared because they're they're older. You know, there, there's a lot more. Uh, we have a lot more um, experience on the field and have been through camps, and so uh, I think they're feeling a lot more comfortable um being being leaders you know and and we've had a lot of great feedback from the players as a head coach and the staff i think it's important that we we allow them to just give us free uh, feedback and then and they feel free to give us their opinions and that we kind of adjust what we need to do but it's from everything from from what we eat to you know our schedule to everything I, i think they feel a lot of empowerment in this program and you know i i think there's it comes with with uh for me, as, as a head coach, I have to be guiding these guys along the way. But if, if you want great leaders, you have to give them a chance to lead. And so I've seen that. And I just like having a veteran group. If, if we can keep this thing rolling where it's, a, you know, we, we graduate guys, but then we keep bringing back some veterans that are willing to just take the ownership and leadership of the team, then that would be a good thing for us.
0: Go ahead, Greg. Hey, Kalani. How, how would you describe uh, team building, if you will, uh, during covid um, despite the challenges, did the guys still have the chance to kind of vibe together and, and, and off the field be a group again?
1: Yeah, I think the 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 difficult part is um, we're not able to do a lot of stuff outside of facility, you know, but I think just having the guys, after what we went through the quarantine and having everybody just stay away from the building, uh, once they've been back, it's just like I don't think these guys take anything for granted anymore, even conversations, they just – They'll just sit I mean, if you think about it, just sitting sitting six feet away from someone and having a discussion and eye eye contact that was different. we that, we didn't have that a few months ago, you know, so the guys are are doing that more and they're just interacting with each other, and I think that's kind of the team building that we have right now that with with it in what we do in football and lifting that already you know when you're going through the lifting and the dog days of of fall camp, it's always good to have someone to go through it with you know so when when you're sore, you know everybody's sore and everybody's tired, and uh, they're going through that together. So I, th- I think uh, the empathy's there, you know, but I, I think also just these guys have just missed hanging out and-, and communicating. And I think things are looking like they're trending back to normal, but we'll still have to keep keeping this a low-risk environment and keep educating the guys on how, this, how to handle the, the pandemic, how to handle the virus still.